welcome to the Engendered Love Podcast, The Way to Peace, Episode 2. I'm your host, Elizabeth Catherine. I'm a fine artist, a hypnotherapist, and you can find out more about me and my work at elizabethcatherine.com. As she reached deep inside herself, she felt nothing but oneness. The place where all souls meet in universal knowledge, and it was wonderful. I have a vision of a world where we honor and respect the earth. In this world, we have compassion and understanding for each other, and hatred falls by the wayside. We appreciate every blade of grass. We honor every being in our world, from the trees to the bees. And I believe that we can change our world with love, one person at a time. And I hope that you'll join me on this journey as we combine hypnosis and meditation techniques, along with the discussion to create a future with love and harmony with our planet. Hypnosis is something that we experience every day in our lives. Your mind goes through various stages of relaxation throughout your day and while falling asleep. It's important to note that the conscious mind is still in control of whether or not you'll let any suggestions manifest in your life that you experience in hypnosis. Your subconscious mind will not take any suggestions that don't agree with your core beliefs or any suggestions that you do not wish to engender. The first stage is the beta stage, and this is where you are fully conscious, and it's the stage that where, depending on what you do, you may spend most of your day. The second stage is the alpha stage. It's the daydreaming stage. And during this state of mind, you begin to become suggestible, that is able to take suggestions into your core beliefs, to new and different ideas that a hypnotherapist or hypnotist may be narrating to you. This is the state of mind you are in while you're daydreaming or when you have been driving and you find yourself like what we commonly call an autopilot. As a painter, it's the state of mind I find myself in while I'm painting. And sometimes when I'm receiving a hypnotherapy session, this is as far as I can go. And I can attest to you that you can have a very powerful moving hypnosis session in the alpha state. The third state is the theta state, and it's a deeper state of hypnosis. Often people will come to me and say, like, my mind was totally wandering, and they may be concerned that they missed the suggestions. In the theta state, you're still suggestible. Even if you don't remember hearing the suggestion, you'll still retain them. And sometimes in this state, I may be narrating an experience, but your visions in your mind will take you into a different experience. And that's great. I encourage you to go with it, because your path is your own. And when we're in hypnosis, we're opened up to the entire universe. And sometimes the part of you that's connected to the whole has something else to experience, and that's perfectly fine. The fourth state is the delta state, and it's a very deep state of hypnosis. It's the state of mind that occurs just before you fall asleep. And you may not comprehend each word, or you may even be more receptive to thoughts and feelings than words. You may feel like your body is floating, and you like you're more... You may feel like your body is floating, like you're more asleep than awake, but you're still suggestible to changes that are being narrated to your hypnotherapist. The next state is sleep. And all science seems to say that suggestibility ends here. So Joey really had no hope of getting Chandler to make him a sandwich when he swapped out Chandler's smoking hypnosis while he was sleeping. But the day after I wrote this, expecting to make changes, but not any changes to this theory as I thought it was solid as fact. My daughter fell asleep on me and I asked her dad to go grab me a pee mat because she wasn't wearing a diaper. 
And even though she's potty trained, she still needs a diaper to sleep. But she'd fallen asleep unexpectedly, so she wasn't wearing a diaper. As soon as I said the word pee pad, I felt warmth moving down my leg, and I thought, oh, it's too late. And then I thought, well, now that's interesting. Maybe Joey really could get Chandler to make him a sandwich. When you're participating in a hypnosis session, you will experience many of these states and may even move up and down the ladder of consciousness. In 2018, I participated in one of the most life-changing events of my entire earthly experience, the Brian Weiss five-day past life regression therapy. You'll hear me talk about this a lot because I love Brian Weiss and I love so many of the people that I met there. So during this course, we did a lot of hypnosis and Dr. Weiss had told us if one of our neighbors had fallen asleep, we should give them a little nudge. I've led many group hypnosis sessions, so I'm well-versed in gauging where someone is on the hypnotic scale, just like on an energetic level. So when my neighbor, we'll call her Blue Jay, started going into a deeper state of hypnosis, I watched carefully. And the whole thing started when we were launched into the future in a guided hypnosis session of future progression. Dr. Weiss had relaxed us and brought us from the first to the beta state to the second alpha state of relaxation and then led us to a time that was 500 years into the future. And I at myself at this point was falling very comfortably into the third state of theta and having a beautiful experience with the progression. When I heard Blue Jay start to breathe very heavily. Being the good student that I am, well, I was a good student for Dr. Weiss anyway. (laughs) I wanted to make sure that I would wake her if she were to fall asleep. So I scanned her energy and noted, no, she's not fully asleep, so I thought I'd leave her alone. She was very relaxed, though, sort of probably into the fourth stage, the delta stage. So I let her be. And Dr. Weiss then moved us through 700 years ahead, and she's still breathing heavy, and much of my focus at this point is on her. So much so that I don't remember this part of the hypnosis that well. I'm that dedicated to make sure I do my duty of waking her if she falls asleep, because mostly because we were both really looking forward to this experience. And I'm like really concerned for her that she's going to fall asleep and sleep through it. This is it's the, this was the last day of five days of hypnosis and staying up all night and talking and a lot of work. So we were all pretty tired, but, and we had become really close, you know, so I, I really wanted to make sure she had this experience. So now we're a thousand years in the future and I had given up on making sure she didn't fall asleep because I had just gotten into my experience and I was really enjoying it. And I could see that in my life was simple and enjoyable. And Dr. Weiss asked us to notice how we communicated. And I could see we had advanced mental telepathy a thousand years in the future. And then I started to notice Blue Jay's breathing starting to get louder. And as it was starting to draw my attention away from my experience, I would say it was probably in the third state of theta myself. So I was really relaxed. And I scanned her energy and sure enough, she was sound asleep. So I was so comfortable that I had no desire to move, but also torn with my desire to be the perfect student, friend, and fellow participant in that moment, I was, I was deep in my understanding that I knew how to use mental telepathy because I was so in that moment in the future that I made a split-second decision that I would just wake her up with my mind. So I said, with clear intention and urgency in my head, Blue Jay, wake up! And immediately, her breath went back to normal. And we finished the session. And after the hypnosis session, we chatted in hyped whispers. As Dr. Weiss started going back into his spiel, 
She said somewhere around 500 years in the future, everything just went blank. And this would be where she entered that fourth state of Delta, where I heard her start to breathe deeply. And then, bam, all of a sudden, she was a thousand years in the future. After I woke her up, she was able to remain in the lighter state of hypnosis and finish her experience. What was interesting, though, besides the mental telepathy, which we'll get to later, was that although she was unaware, she still knew that we were a thousand years into the future when she woke. So she was at at least conscious enough and probably in the fourth state of Delta when we entered the year 3018 and was able to retain some of the information even though she doesn't have any clear memories of it. So in other words, the suggestions were still taking until she fell asleep. I was able to use mental telepathy a skill I don't usually possess to such an expert level because my mind was so open to the suggestion that I concluded concluded to myself, remember Dr. Weiss had only mentioned that we should observe what type of communications are available to us. I was able to use telepathy because the suggestion was so strong, it broke down my belief that I couldn't. In other words, I was so aligned with the idea that I could use telepathy that I could. I was the one with the mental telepathy suggestion, which brings up a good point. Every suggestion you take, whether it's from your own mind or the mind of the hypnotist, is a suggestion that your unique consciousness approves of. And if you allow your consciousness to take you in a different direction, or you observe images created by your mind, they still have the potential to be as powerful as any suggestion the hypnotist narrates for you, if not more so. Because in order to be hypnotized, you have to have a certain amount of trust with your hypnotist. The more trust you have, the more readily you will accept the suggestion. And who do you trust more than yourself? So in this series, that's what we're going to do. There'll be plenty of talking and things to listen to while you're driving or doing the dishes. But we're also going to do a lot of hypnosis. And this series is all about alignment using all the skills people have been using since the dawn of time, the power within you to call into your life that which you want, and harness that power to create a future that is full of love and compassion for all beings on this planet. We're going to be using hypnosis to align our minds with the vibration of love, harmony, and compassion. While we're in a hypnotic state, I don't ask that you follow every word I'm saying. But I do want you to learn to focus on your experience and allow the feeling to really set in. If you're having visions or feelings that are not exactly what I'm saying, go with that. That's your path. But if not, do your best to focus on what I am suggesting. If you struggle, be easy on yourself and try again the next time. So what I'm saying here is really, don't be thinking about your shopping list. If you're thinking about your grocery shopping, bring your attention back on me. If you find yourself riding a unicorn in a magical forest, do it, babe. You know, just do you. But don't do grocery lists, okay? Hypnosis makes it really easy. It is through focus that change happens. So I really want you to try to train your mind to focus on that which you want. And hypnosis really makes that so easy to do. And you'll come away from it always feeling relaxed 
and more aligned with the vibrations of love and harmony than you were before. When it comes to hypnosis, the general suggestion is that you listen three times a week to a single hypnosis for as many weeks as it takes for the change to occur in yourself. And after that, you may find yourself returning for a little touch-up. So that's all I have to say today on the subject of hypnosis. I wish you all a good day or a good evening, and I just ask that wherever you are, whatever you do today or tomorrow, you do your best to show someone a little extra love. <laughs>